I've always been addicted to human performance. I was an athlete as a child and my early adult years. And then I had a whole career in high performance sport working with elite Olympic and Paralympic athletes and Australia's top footballers in many different codes. Human performance has been something I have been highly interested in. And I always say that I've been addicted to human performance, but over recent years, as I learn more, I've become more addicted to human behavior, how we operate on the inside, because I know that that human behavior is what leads to our human performance. And when I talk about performance, I want you to think about your life as your performance, because I believe when you think about your life as your performance, you start to pay respect to it in all of the key areas not just in one or two areas, not just tasting business or career success and letting your relationships and your health dwindle, not just chasing relationships and not nourishing the other key areas or not just focusing on your health and being super healthy, but then not having any impact through your work or still struggling with your relationships. I believe that we can have alignment and quote unquote success in all areas of our life when we start to look at our whole life like our whole performance. World leading sports psychologist Dr. Michael Gervais talks about the real win from being inspired by high performance athletes is not about their sporting abilities and achievements, but it's about peeling back the curtains and seeing how they fundamentally organize their life for their success. What daily choices and habits have they developed that allow them to consistently show up as their best, as their best in their chosen craft? And what can we non-elite, high-performing people learn from those systems and processes developed? Having a high-performance mindset isn't about doing what high-performing athletes do. It's about respecting life from a performance approach. If you're driven to succeed in your business or career and you also care about having connected relationships and great health for a sustainable future, you're going to want to develop a bit of a high-performance mindset type approach. So what do I really mean by this? Actually, this high-performance mindset type approach could go in so many different areas. But there's a few key things that I want to get you thinking about that can help you make positive change in your personal and professional life from this approach. And sorry, I'm just taking off a floss band off my knee as I as I talk to you here because part of my high performance approach is uh, approach is treating my body in a way that I know that I want it to last a long time so I've got a floss band I've got a knee injury from running down a steep hill with my son in my arms yesterday after he fell and split his head open anyway complete digression there so to succeed in your business or career you know what steps are required to improve your specific skills you know what's required and you'll do whatever you can to achieve those skills so that you can improve your business or career performance that's awesome But what's missing? Are you doing this and feeling burnt out, stressed or lethargic as you grow your business or climb the ladder in your industry? Are you spending less quality time with your partner and children? Are you putting on a bit of weight because your nutrition choices are out of alignment? An elite athlete doesn't just work on their skills to improve their craft or their physical 
capacities. They know this is only then limited if they were to only do that. That would be limited by their other choices around their nutrition, their sleep, their recovery, and so much more. I personally believe, I I really like Tony Robbins' great quote, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. So let's combine that philosophy with a high-performance mindset and bridge some gaps because what I've also learned from a career in high-performance sport is that there's many gaps between the athlete mentality and the whole life fulfillment. Hence why we see so many athletes lose themselves after retirement or when they're not performing very well because they have focused on being the best athletes but not necessarily their best selves. And like what we all do, we can get attached to an identity and feel lost when that's taken away from us or when we believe that's taken away from us. So we might be focusing on becoming the best that we can in our business or career but not focusing on our best selves in our health and our relationships and with health it's physical mental and emotional health and well-being so the high performance mindset in business health and relationships is breaking it down a little bit like this like i said it could go in so many different areas but here's what i want you to think about number one belief you have to believe it before you'll take the action One of the differences between the could have been athletes and the successful athletes is that the successful ones believed it was possible. Even if they didn't know how, they believed they could make it if they put in the time and effort with the right coaching and support teams. They also believed in the systems and processes. So you need to believe that whatever you desire whatever your visions are, it's actually possible. Creating your clearer goals and big visions and then believing that with the right coaching and support teams, of course you can achieve your goals and live your visions. But you also need to believe that your health is your wealth. You must believe that investing time, energy and resources into your physical, mental and emotional well-being will allow you to be better in your business or your career. If you don't believe that, then of course you won't make choices in alignment with that. (laughs) If you're experiencing internal conflicts with yourself at the moment because of health and energy levels not being as good as they used to be or more conflicts in your loving relationships or less time and connection with loved ones, Maybe it's because you don't truly believe that either it's possible to have it all or necessary to have that quote-unquote balance. Now, there's examples of every type of success on this planet and you have the choice as to which type you want to model and become, which type you believe is in alignment with your values and your philosophy because you will find examples of very successful people in business or career who haven't nourished their relationships or their health. And you will find examples of very successful people in their career who are also very aligned and have amazing relationships and outstanding health and a hell of a lot of impact in the world through in their personal and professional lives. Success in business and in your personal life is possible if you believe it. There's this great saying, sorry, the the great saying that we always, 
Let me start that again. The saying that we know is, I'll believe it when I see it. So what we are conditioned to think is that if I see an outcome, that's when I'll believe it. But the real inner work is shifting it. It's not, I'll believe it when I see it. It's, I'll see it when I believe it. Meaning you have to believe it first and that's when you will see it. Without the belief, you won't take the action in alignment in the choices every single day with your habits, your health habits, your relationship habits, your work habits, your, your, who you surround yourself with, everything. You have to believe it's possible, whatever you want, before you'll see it. All right, the next thing is the skill of focus around the high-performance mindset approach. Focus on what? What's important? Focus on what's important in that moment. And then when you get distracted, having the skill and the ability to refocus on what's important again. There's a world of distractions. And I can tell you now, those who stay focused on what's important are the ones who can are consistently successful. In business, we see this with startups a lot. It's a lonely road of no income for many years through, uh, but through the consistency and persistence, we then see the huge success like Uber or Airbnb and many others. And then you hear about others that didn't come through, that weren't focused through those challenging times. Or you hear about the one-man sole trader who eventually grew a team and came off the tools and he has a successful company bringing in a substantial income. But we also see the examples of these guys who do it at the expense of their physical, mental and emotional well-being and lose the connection with their partners, families and themselves. So there's a great way to look at it in the way that the best athletes, athlete analogy again, are the ones who can focus so well in training or the competition that they have the mindset of nothing else matters. While they're in that moment, nothing else matters. They're not distracted by the thoughts of family, so the happiness or the troubles, or they're not distracted by debt that they have, or they're not distracted by the crowd that's around them. Nothing else matters other than what's required in those moments for them to perform at their best. But then when they step away from that environment, they can then also say, well, that doesn't matter so much right now. The success or failures in those moments don't matter so much when they're being a connected husband or father, for example, or a connected wife or mother when they're away from the sporting environment. We can set our deeper why, our deeper purpose, that it's for our family or someone who has passed away or a deeper why connected to a charity, but we're not thinking about those in detail to execute the required task at hand to the best of our abilities. So these deeper whys ignite our internal drive. Then we must rely on the skill of focusing and refocusing to consistently be our best and do our best. Focusing on what's important in that moment. Refocusing again when we get distracted. It's easy for us to, well, I think it's easy for us to consider taking this nothing else matters mindset into our work in the way of, okay, 
while I'm in this sales meeting or this contract negotiation or while I'm completing this build or this task, nothing else matters. I'm not distracted by the personal challenges or anything else. This is all that matters. But we then need to take that focus skill into every area of our lives. When we're with our partners or our family, we're not stressed and worried about the work commitments. When we're doing our breathing practices, nothing else matters except the breath. When we're doing our visualizations, nothing else matters except the imagery session. The skill of focus is strengthened like every other skill by using it more. Nothing else matters but everything matters. Nothing else matters in the present moment except for what's required from you to be your best self in that moment. But everything else that's in alignment with your values obviously does matter. But in that moment, what do you need to focus on that really matters? Scrolling through social media doesn't help you be the most connected partner. Emotionally reacting and trying to solve a colleague or partner's problems when they're expressing their challenges isn't you focusing on fully just listening with the intent to understand and not the intent to respond. Focusing on the other people's opinions when trying to take action in alignment with your goals and visions instead of focusing on what's the one next step that I need to do right now. Focus, focus, focus on what is important. This is why the practice of mindfulness is so freaking powerful, but it's often overlooked by people who think they don't have time to stop and breathe or stop and be mindful and strengthen their skill of mindfulness and focus. Doing more does not mean achieving more. Focus, focus, focus. That's the F word that I want you to remember. And then, of course, a high-performance mindset is focusing on the pillars of health that allow all humans to have sustainable energy levels and align success. And I've briefly mentioned a couple of these already, and I often talk about these. But if you have a vision of earning a certain amount of money or growing your business to to great heights, and you're not prioritizing these areas along the way, prepare to be one of those people who might achieve their financial or business goals, but feel like shit because they're sick, overweight, unhealthy, unhappy, and unsupported by loved ones. So if this is some of what you're experiencing already on your path by chasing career or business success, please remember I say all of this with zero judgment to you. I only raise these issues and share this truth because I want you to bring out the best of you, not just part of the best of you. The world is a better place when more of us achieve our goals and visions and support our physical, mental, and emotional well-being and all of our relationships along the way. Okay, so let's briefly look at these pillars. Obviously, I could spend a whole episode on each of these, but I just want to reinstill the awareness of why I believe they're important for you to focus on, on, on these key areas for aligned success. So first pillar, exercise. Movement is medicine and exercise is essential to optimal health and well-being. 
If you're grinding and hustling with work and not prioritizing movement and exercise on a regular basis, you are going against the design of you as a human being. You don't have to be training like an elite athlete, but you do need to exercise regularly if you want to improve the quality of your life. If you're highly stressed about work and not fitting in exercise, that's adding to your stress. If you're feeling angry or emotionally reactive to your loved ones or staff and you're not exercising regularly, that's going to make you feel angry or emotionally reactive more often. Next pillar is sleep. Hello, humans are designed to need quality and a certain quantity of sleep to thrive. So they say between seven and nine hours is optimal for human beings. Yes, we can survive with less hours and poor quality sleep, but that's what's also going to contribute to you feeling more stress, anger, frustration, or operating from fear, and also contribute to illness and injuries and maybe even disease, as a lot of studies are showing. Actually, not even maybe, it's a, it's a high contributor. If you're not prepared to focus on and improve your sleep routine, you're not prepared to live your best life. This doesn't just mean what time you go to bed and wake up. Your sleep routine includes what time you eat, how much food you eat, uh, how much sunlight you get during the day to convert the serotonin into melatonin, how much blue light you're consuming in the last couple of hours before bed, your caffeine timing and amount, your breathing routines, and so much more. When I read... Maybe you've heard of Ariana Huffington and she's got this book about sleep. And when I read and see people like Ariana Huffington write books or go on health kicks about the importance of sleep because what she neglected it, she neglected her sleep to create her thriving business empire. But then she crashed and burned hard before realizing sleep was important. When I hear that and see that, part of me shakes my head in surprise that that you can let it get that far and not realize how impactful it is. But then part of me accepts that, well, that's the pressure that a lot of business owners put on themselves and underestimate the power and importance of sleep. Sleep might sound like a boring topic, but as my good mate and mentor Nam Baldwin says, sleep is the glue that holds your health well-being and lifestyle together and it's the greatest legal performance enhancer that most people are neglecting. I remember going through a period of time where I used to say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. That was more like on the weekends though when I was partying a lot. But I see people not prioritizing sleep routines, not getting as good as sleep and remember what Nam said, it's the glue that holds your health, your well-being and your lifestyle together. It's a necessity as a human being. The next pillar is breathing, efficient breathing. I can tell by the way you're breathing how your stress and cortisol levels would be and how emotionally reactive you're likely to be and whether you're operating from your rational, logical, thinking and creative, responsive part of your mind or whether you're operating from your irrational, illogical, reactive part of your mind. I'll elaborate more on the breathing in an upcoming episode because a lot of people have been connecting with me on social media and want to hear and learn more. And I'll I'll do a, a whole thing, a whole episode just on breathing. But just ask yourself this question. 
If I consistently make decisions from my irrational, illogical, reactive part of my mind, how will my business or career be impacted? Then answer this question. If I consistently make decisions from my rational, logical, creative, responsive parts of my mind, how will my business or career be impacted? How much better will my whole life be? The way in which you breathe is directly related to how you feel and respond in your life and in your work. So not focusing on efficient breathing practices is it's saying no to your high-performing life. The next pillar is nutrition. Food is supposed to nourish us, not just fill us up. We are supposed to get energy, vitality, and nutrients from our food and drinks, not bloated, lethargic, and drained from it. If you think you're too busy to prepare and ingest nutritious food consistently while you're striving for success, you'd better prepare to take some time off later in life when you start getting sick and other conditions more often, and also prepare not to have the energy or physical ability to continually do the things that you love. What you eat affects how you think, feel, and act. Sugar, processed foods, and poor quality fruit and veg create inflammation and other challenges in the body, leading to brain fog, joint conditions, poor mood, and lack of emotional control because of inflammation, hormonal balance, imbalances, and so much more negative effects that it has internally. I don't believe we have to be strict and never eat bad food again or you'll never be successful. It's not what I'm saying. I believe we have to be smart and make choices that nourish us and not just fill us up. So if we're being brutally honest with ourselves, if you're listening to this and asking yourself, are you making consistent choices to have cakes or slices most days of the week or eat processed foods and not much veg and fruit? or drink too much alcohol or coffee or soft drink, those consistent choices of those poor nutrition choices will catch up with you. There's a great saying, you can't outrun a bad diet. (laughs) It's true. We all know examples of people who are successful, of course, in business or their career, but have made consistently poor choices in their nutrition. So you can be successful and earn a lot of money if that's what success is to you or create a thriving business and a great community and make poor nutrition choices. And as a human being, we know that that person's health will suffer because of this. And if we look at athlete examples again, there's plenty of examples of elite athletes who have amazing careers, but they eat like shit and don't prioritize their health in other ways. I also see those kinds of athletes with mental health issues, weight issues, or long-term injuries and niggles long after they retire. Once again, zero judgment here, just an awareness from my perspective. Actually, take my mate Anthony Minicello, for example, who's been on this podcast twice, Um He was the world's best rugby league player and has many other accolades to his name, but he got major injuries towards the end of his career that he only healed by tidying up his nutrition significantly to decrease inflammation in his body and heal his disc and spine injuries that they said, when they looked at it, they said he could never play footy again. Now, 
later in life, years after retirement. He's amazingly healthy, agile, fit, strong, and successful in business. So if you've been making poor choices, it's okay because we can reverse it. It's never too late to make a helpful, healthy change. Physical appearance doesn't always give a good health indicator. There's a lot of fit-looking people who are very unhealthy. I actually love and kind of live by the 80-20 principle. So at least 80% of the choices I make are really healthy, fully in alignment and support me immensely. Up to 20% of them, I give myself some leeway. So, but actually, but the more I learn and discover, the more that that 20% is in alignment anyway. For example, 12 years ago, pies and sausage rolls and more alcohol and pasta and low quality, the cheapest I could find fruit and veg would have been in that 20%. But as I learn more and understand more, that 20% that's not completely in alignment is actually far less out of alignment than what it was once before. And that's what happens when we grow and learn and develop and evolve. So nutrition is vitally important for sustained success and quality of life. Another focus pillar for high performance mindset is human connection. There are so many studies to date proving that human beings need quality connection to thrive. Maybe your family dynamics have drifted because you're working too much and you've accepted the new norm of drifting away from love, connection, empathy and compassion with your partner or your kids. Once again, there's no judgment of this. We become aware of it and we look at what we can do. And this is one of the most gratifying parts of my work when coaching driven business owners or leaders who find themselves in this situation. When we identify that nothing is broken and nothing needs to be fixed, we just eliminate that label. But we look at it and say, well, there's some areas that we can improve in ourselves to improve our family relationships. When I help people look at that area, that they can improve some areas in themselves to improve their family relationships, the ripple effect of love and connection lights up my soul. I believe this is an important pillar, the human connection, not because of the science behind it, but because of the saying, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And we all know that love and connection brings a lot of fulfillment in our lives. And then, of course, we've got the pillar of mindset. This whole episode is about high-performance mindset. But when we focus on this pillar, we're working on mindset shifts, emotional intelligence and emotional agility, understanding why you behave the way you do and how you can change that from your thought dynamics, looking at fixed and growth mindsets in different areas of your life, scarcity versus abundant mindsets, comparison versus inspired victim mindset versus responsible or humble mindset, exploring your choices to be optimistic or pessimistic, looking at limiting beliefs and your bullshit stories that are keeping you stuck in negative and unhelpful mindsets, reframing your past experiences to ensure your memories are supporting you and moving you forward and not weighing you down like bricks in a backpack. Mindset work is also prioritizing your mindfulness practices to sharpen that skill of focus, to lower your stress and therefore create resilience. Your mindset is your deeper understanding of your psychology and really 
understanding why your reality is the way it is and how you can change it and create that from the inside. It's this deeper mindset work that really gives you the ability to navigate life from an empowering perspective. They say 80% of success is mindset or psychology and 20% is strategies or tactics. So the question to ask yourself is, if I'm serious about being more successful in my personal life and my professional life, how much time am I investing into my mindset training? If 80% of success is mindset and 20% is strategies or tactics, it might be worth revisiting to ensure you're putting in the right amount. I see a lot of great men and women chasing business or career success and slowly letting their health and all their relationships dwindle. Mostly men that I see and work with in this case because we men are usually better at creating these challenges for ourselves for many different reasons. But I also see a lot of great men shift from stuck, frustrated, unhealthy and unhappy into flow, connection, happiness and health when they commit to the change and the process. And then guess what? Their businesses or their careers skyrocket as well. Your business or career success does not have to come at the expense of your health or your relationships. It's not only possible to thrive in all areas, it's also probable when you start to shift into more of a high-performance mindset in all areas of your life. If you're interested in focusing more on these areas, I have a heap of free resources. You can check out my website and where I've also got links to my social media pages where there's an abundance of videos about optimizing your life through mindset, breathing, movement, and health. So you can check it all out at brettrobbo.com. B-R-E-T-T-R-O-B-B-O.com. And feel free to, to connect with me anytime if you have any questions at all about what you've heard here, what you see on the website or any of the other free resources or if you just want to connect, say good day and share your wins with me and what works for you with your high performance life. And as always, remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.